0: The following program is rated tv ma It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. It came. Go to the fucking gym. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia your problem. It is not my place as a smaller-bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! Swole, Norma. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles, welcome everyone to episode 27, ninety-five of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, gang cast, man cast, pimp cast, cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, Beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and your hoes? It's your boy Papa your back. With another episode, today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Eversting K2, flexing on all you Bees. Sh- okay, <laughs> you know, all right, we just have line. questions today, so start dropping them in the chat. Hashtag AskPapaSolio only questions. So we will take as many as we get, whether it's a lot, whether it's a little. So start dropping your topics in the comments down below in the live chat. Hit the thumbs up button if you're watching on Rumble. And of course, leave us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcast, anywhere you bang your ear holes with the Daily Swole. And check out all the links down below. We have awesome specials going on now for memberships over at SwanormousX.com, three month and annual options. We also have 20% off every single piece of Moich, merch, programming, ringtones, hoodies, mugs, everything over there at papaswolio.com Plus the brand new drop. I can show you the gym, the swole light design all available now over at papaswolio.com for 20% off. That's 20 to percent off. And of course, next Friday, we have the ninth release of Papa Swoleo's signature series. You can bookmark the page swolenormasex.com slash signature, and that'll be available for 24 hours on Friday the 5th so very excited about that let's get into today's episode we'll bust the nut open start dropping your questions hashtag ask Papa Swolio, and let's summon the Falcon, Falcon. Nailed it And today's swole card is God Hates Trans Fats because I just got my God Hates Trans Fats merch in from PapaSwoleo.com. Rocking it right now. Oh my God. Somewhere. <laughs> Caitlin Jenner's turning over in her grave. God Hates Trans Fats. Drop that in the comments down below. Maybe you want to do GHTF. Whatever you want to do, G H T F some people are like, I'm not typing the whole thing out. All right. God hates trans fats. We're dropping that as a swole card, giving it away at the end of today's episode. And the merch is awesome. It's great. The nipples are nice and warm. <sighs> this is a great nip cover over there at papaswolio.com. Now let's get into uh, let's get into the first questions. Let's jump right into it. Let's see what is happening. Let's see what's happening. Uh, okay, let's go to Instagram first. No questions on the live chat yet, but you guys still got some time. We're going to move right into the Instagram questions. Only questions today. And of course, we have an accountability meeting tomorrow at uh, 12 noon. Tomorrow, 12 noon. We might have some new releases. Maybe have some new merch and stuff like that. But 12 noon for the Swole fam. So don't miss out on that. Shay W O one Shay W O one Tips for a beginner, Papa Swally, who wants to gain weight and muscle, but is also a fussy eater. Matt Damon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how about I send you a hobo's dick cheese? <laughs> um, how about stop being a huge pussy? How about that? I'm not going to beat around the bush. I want to gain weight and muscle, but I'm a fussy eater. What are you, a fucking child? Eat what you need to eat. Suck it up, a fussy eater. That just makes me... That makes me recoil. It's like a chill on my back. Oh my like, God damn it. Really, that's, that's super cringe, bro. I don't work super with the because I used to be one. Thank you for the question, but you're a fussy eater. How about you do whatever it takes to build muscle? You eat what you need to eat for your optimal health, and don't be fussy. Don't be fussy. Do what you need to do. I'm fussy. I'm so picky about what I eat. Well, have fun getting results then. Oh my God. All right. Maybe you want to get something for that vagitus. Rashaunito. <laughs> Roshanito. Papasolia. how do I start a calorie deficit? Shut yo motherfucking mouth. How do you start? You eat less. I would be more concerned about what you're eating. Eat quality foods and honestly... If you're eating beef and ground beef, just eat as much as you can. You'll be in a calorie deficit. I promise you lift heavy weights. And then if you're not losing fat or losing weight over time, weeks or months, drop the calories a couple hundred, but it's important to know where you're at, but how do you start a calorie deficit by eating a couple hundred calories less than you would to maintain where you're at. But remember, you want to build muscle. You don't want to lose muscle. So it's not about losing weight. It's about losing fat. Okay. How do I start losing? How do I start eating in a calorie deficit by eating less calories? Again, quality is more important than quantity. Quality is going to satisfy the quantity required. All right. I'm getting frustrated. Someone ask a good question, please. Mike Underwater. Purple. Can I eat I get it. Get it. All right. Okay. Every word of it was... I'm Absolutely true. All right, the screen name is Mike Underwater. Papa, can I take creatine while cutting? Yes. Hashtag God hates trans fats in the comments down below. Remember, drop some questions, because if we go through them really quickly, we, we don't mind. We do short episodes if we don't have a lot of good questions or we have... Not so many questions or different topics. Remember, you might not have a question. You might just want to talk about something. So just drop that in the comments. All right. M. Vimal Vikash. Holy name. Papa Swole, how to start reducing my dirt bulk and start clean bulk? I think this is a conspiracy. I think this is a conspiracy. I think this is a concerted effort by some of you in the Swole fam to create these fake accounts on Instagram. I think this is a concerted effort to make me destroy my taint and just punch myself and pummel my taint until my taint is absolute just fucking ash. I think this is a concerted effort from the Fam to make me destroy my own taint today because I feel like just absolutely just pounding myself in the gooch. How to start reducing my dirt bulk? Well, don't eat dirt, fuck nugget. And start clean bulk. Eat real fucking food. How do I start eating healthy food? I did by starting eating healthy food. Dirty bulk. Don't be doing a dirty bulk, you idiot. <laughs> Thanks for the questions, you tard. All right. Come on, fam. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. It's sunny all day today. I do. I am not going to be in here for a moment longer than I need to be. So let's let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm going right outside when this ends. So if we got dumb questions, we're going to be punching out early KT Killpat. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> All right. We're going to clarify this for people that are just listening. Um, rest in pieces, Howard. T. Kilpat said or asked a suggestion to grow small lats. Sylvia Hernandez, 6412. Ah, can we get a round of applause for the first question today? <laughs> suggestion to meet protein intake. Eat more. What do you mean a suggestion? Eat more. Eat smaller meals more frequently. Use a high quality protein powder. Start off first thing in the morning eating protein, like get started first thing. Eat more, and more often. That's my suggestion. By the way, I will actually expound upon this and make this a better question, Sylvia. Make sure you are choosing high-quality proteins. If you're eating lower-quality proteins, you could look on the back of a vegetable bag and you're going to see, oh, four grams of protein. You can't count that shit. That's not going to be valuable towards your total caloric or your total protein consumption. You want complete high-quality amino acids. You want a high-quality amino acid profile. You're only really going to get that from animal proteins, okay? Okay. art of, art of flowing, art of flowing. Papa Sully. I have to lose, loose? I have to lose 60 pounds in 80 days. You don't. Not recommended for the common folk. It's not recommended for anyone. It's not recommended for anyone. But how would you do it? I wouldn't. I don't care how long... The time frame is I want to lose it healthily 60 pounds in 80 days. Dude, you're talking about almost a pound a day. First off, if you're 400 pounds, maybe that's possible because you have a lot of extra fat to lose. If you're building muscle too, which you should be, you're not going to be losing as much weight because the scale, you're going to be building some muscle. I hate these questions. I have to lose 60 pounds in 80 days. Why? What are you doing in your life that requires you to lose 60 pounds in two and a half months? That's retarded, bro. It's retarded. It's not recommended for anyone for the common or uncommon. It's not healthy for the body. Uh, unless you want to have tons of like extra loose skin. I mean, you might have that anyway, even if you lose slower, but you're going to, you're not going to be doing it healthily. And chances are, you're going to rebound back. It's not You're gonna be hardcore dehydrated. That's not good for you. Yes. Jeff says amputate a leg. Jeff says amputate a leg. Yeah. Preach. So what is that? Uh, two and a half months. So that's 10 weeks. Let's just do 10 weeks there. I'll do the math here. Uh, we got 10 weeks and 60 pounds divided by 10 That's six pounds a week. That's three times the high range. You want to lose maybe about one to two pounds a week, two pounds a lot. You're not going to lose even a pound every single week. So you're doing like three to six times, even a healthy range of if it's even possible, most people don't lose a pound to two a week, even regularly. So how would I do it? I'm not even going to talk about that because it's not healthy. You shouldn't be trying to, you shouldn't be trying to lose 60 pounds in 80 days. It's not a healthy approach. It's not something that's longevious. You can't do this with a healthy approach. You're going to overtrain or underrecover or dehydrate yourself. You're going to have trouble building muscle. It's, yeah, not smart. Not smart. Shocker. We got a question. It's not smart. All right, Pedro Papasoli has New Year's approaches and new folks ask for the best tip to start. When and new folks ask for the best tip to start when there are seven pillars to do? Pedro, that's not even a coherent question. I'm disappointed. Like the best tip to start is to start. I'm, I'm not sure what you mean. <laughs> would I recommend intermittent fasting? I'd recommend a lot of stuff. Honestly, I'd probably recommend the same approach you can do it. It's possible for some people. You could starve yourself. That's not going to be maintainable because once you start eating food again and consuming carbohydrates or anything, you're going to start gaining water and fat back. It's just not healthy for your hormones. It's not healthy for your body. It's very stressful to lose that kind of weight in a short period of time. Again, it doesn't mean it's not possible. It doesn't mean it hasn't been done, but two and a half months, dude, why? You know, when it comes to the seven pillars, Right. Which one do you start on? Well, you can't start on number seven. So pick one. Pick one. How many of you work on your seven pillars every day? We all do. We all do. They're constant coats of paint. You're constantly working on all of them. So it doesn't matter where you start. Pick one, like pick something and start. Just do it. Right. Kukunaris. Uh, Kukunaris. 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 Papa, so does rowing six times a week count as going to the gym or do I have to do to go to a gym separately? Why are you rowing six times a week? Nothing wrong with it. Do you enjoy rowing? Okay. Well, it's not going to be building muscle over your entire body. You know, it's not going to give you a balanced approach. It's giving you repetitive movement patterns. You're probably going to have repetitive movement injuries. You're going to have things that kind of break down over time or become imbalanced because you're doing the same movement over and over again. It's very lopsided. Um, It's terrible for your posture. I'm not saying it's not entertaining or you don't like it or it's not good cardio, but if you want to build muscle and you want to be overall healthy, you should do other things in rowing. Like, does that count as going to the gym? It counts as rowing. Okay. When I'm saying about go to the fucking gym, you could do a lot of different stuff. You could do rowing. That's fine. But why are you not lifting weights? Lift weights, lift weights. You can row, but why row six times a week? Lift weights three times a week, row two or three times a week. You want to have more muscle. It's better for the human body to have more muscle mass. Build muscle as if it's easy to build muscle. Trust me, build it while you fucking can. Focus on building muscle. It's a challenge. Again, if you're on a rowing team and you need to not be a certain weight, right? Under, okay, well, that's different then you're not talking about longevity. You're not talking about overall health. You're not talking about aesthetics. You're not talking about strength. You're talking about a specific output for a specific result. If you're on crew and you're trying to get better so you guys can win, you can't be five pounds heavier, et cetera, et cetera, whatever it is. Well, you're focusing on that. So focus on that. A lot of people do compulsive exercise. A lot of people just row. They just, oh, they do that. They're good at that. And they're used to that. So they just keep on doing that. How come I'm not getting bigger? Are you dumb? I'm not talking to this person, but yeah, you if you're rowing, you're gonna get better at rowing. You're gonna work the same muscles over and over again. But this is what happens. If people are like obsessed with running, are you training to run a marathon? There's nothing wrong with running, but they do one type of activity and think that they're going to get all the results of... I guess they see someone that does CrossFit or someone that lifts heavy weights that rows once in a while and they see them on the row machine muscular and ripped. It's like that, that's not how they got muscular. They got muscular by lifting weights and progressive overload. Pedro, um, what is your most successful tip for folks to start with their first steps? There are seven pillars for a newbie, they would freak the hell out. I think I'm past the point of like, oh my God, they're freaking out. Here's a baby step. Freak out if you want to, if you freak out, if you look at the seven pillars and you freak out, you're not ready for it. No, you're not ready for it. I'm not here to be like, oh, here, dip your toe in. No, no. If you start the seven pillars, you join the Swole fam. It's like, you're going to start taking action. If you're freaking out, looking at seven, if you're freaking out, looking at this, oh my God, I need to be more mindful. Oh my God, I need to do better with the people that surround me. I need to eat better food. I need to exercise. I need to recover and sleep. And then you're not ready for it. I mean, start anywhere. We're all working that my point is I'm not. This is nothing against you, Pedro. It's a good question. But my answer is just you're not ready for it. I'm past the point of, you know, we're not, we're we don't hold hands. We're, we're not hand holding and babying people in the swole fan. We are here to support you but we're not here to play the victim and, oh, it's too much for you. It's so overwhelming. Do you want to take care of your health? Do you want to do this or not? Are you ready to get started? Are you ready to fucking take action or, or not? Are you ready to do this or not ready to do this? Are you going to do it? Or are you not going to do it? So if these six things really seem overwhelming, then stay fat. Stay fat, stay miserable, stay the same. You know, these people are staying the same and not making progress because they're just whining about shit all the time because they're freaking out. Oh, it's so challenging, overcoming. Okay. That's why they're there. That's what that has to be. That has to be thrown out. That poison has to be sucked out either you're ready to do it or you're not. And does that mean when you start, everything's going to be perfect? Of course not. But you start and starting means, okay, going through your phone or cutting out people that just suck. And you're doing that all the time. It's not like today I took care of my community. I'm good for a few months. You're doing it all the time. You're tightening up what you allow into your realm. People that text you and call you, you're starting to cut out all the noise and bullshit. You're not going to worthless events and just doing things that other people want. You're going to this event or this party or this thing or this thing or that thing. Just because everyone, everyone always wants time from you. Everyone always wants things from you. You have to cut that shit out. You have to do the things that you find most valuable. And if it's not valuable to you, oh, someone has a birthday party. That's cool. Well, Papa swore you. You need to have friends. No, everyone wants things for themselves. Everyone wants your time. Everyone's going to want this and want this and want this and want this. You don't have to do everything for everyone. That's ridiculous. People just whore themselves out and they're miserable as a result of it. You ever hear people like this? Oh, I don't want to go to this place. And they're going and like, oh, I never really don't want to go. And they're like, they're like, oh, hi, hi. And they don't want to be there. Why the fuck are you there? Why the fuck are you there? So many people do things that they don't want to do. My God, don't do it. So that's your community. Nutrition, eating real fucking food. If that's overwhelming to you and frightening to you, I'm gonna freak out because I'm eating real food. I can't eat my 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 pizza, my Dr Pepper. Fuck, <laughs> this ain't for you. All right, lifting, training regularly. You can't do that. You know want I do that? that that's it ain't for you. You don't want to focus on getting quality sleep and all the other aspects of recovery. Okay, mobility. Very simple. Mindfulness five minutes a day. Like, it's very simple. Anyway, right? If you're going to get overwhelmed or if that's over, if what we talk about here is overwhelming to you, um, then you're not ready because it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. So if just the concept of it freaks you out, good. We want people that are like looking at this. And some of you might have joined and been like, wow, like I'm nervous or man, this is going to be overwhelming. Like, oh, this is, this is a lot psychologically, but then they go forward. That's what, that's who we want in this whole fam. We want people that look at this kind of shit and think, man, I got to change myself. This is going to be a lot, but I got to do this. I got to fucking go through the goddamn fire that those are the people that we want in this whole fam and everyone's welcome, right? Everyone's welcome in the swole fam. I don't care what you look like. I don't care how much fat you have. I don't care. How old you are, I don't care what sex you are, male or female, I don't care. I don't care if you're 500 pounds and you never worked out before, or if you're, I don't know, 180 and you have 8% body fat, you're all welcome in the Swole fam. I don't care what you look like. That's the whole point, is that no matter where you're starting from, the Swole fam and the seven pillars can be applied and improve your life. So, we want the people that look at that and think, OK, whew, but you have this wall fan by your side and we're going to fucking go into it. We're going to go into the wind. We're going to go into the fire. So if you're not ready for that, then. Bye bye. <sighs> uh, Pedro, when you were doing personal training and people were doing their own training thing, what do you mean? How would you break the ice and tell them to invest and get a quality program, i.e. 90 to Dash and Soul Season? I'm not really sure what you mean. I wasn't doing personal training when I was. I stopped and I started Soul enormous and I launched. I wasn't doing it at the same time. What do you mean their own training thing? Like my clients, if I was training them? You mean the clients I was training? Oh, here, I'm doing all this stuff online now. That's not how I did it. If that's what you mean, or you mean, if people came up to me and I was like, oh, I don't do personal training, but here, check out this program type of thing. Just clarify that it's a good question. I just want to make sure I'm answering it properly. Uh, Jeff, do you think Papa Soli, Do you think the farmer's walk is beneficial and which split would you recommend adding it to? Do I think it's beneficial? Well, beneficial. How it's good for grip strength. It's good for traps and just kind of like dynamic stability. Do I think it's beneficial? I think it's very, I don't really like using the term functional because it's just like muscle and overload, but it's useful. I mean, Mama Sully and I were doing a lot of gardening. We just f- completely redid like this entire butterfly. We just, we were digging tons of, it's awesome. It looks great. We're super excited. So we were buying tons of plants and hundreds of pounds of soil and digging and hoeing. Yeah, we're doing some hoeing, obviously. Papa Solio hoes. Hoes like, I hoe with the best of them. And so anyway, we had, you know, we had the wheelbarrow and stuff like that. I'm thinking like, yeah, it's a wheelbarrow. It wasn't really a, it's not really a good wheelbarrow. Didn't really get the, the effect of a heavy wheelbarrow, but it's a good movement. I think it's beneficial. I think uh, the thing is a farmer's walk, you're not doing it with wrist wraps. You're using it for grip strength. So farmer's walk yes, it works your traps. People say, of course it works your traps. It works your upper body. It works your core and stabilizers. But the reason why you're doing a farmer's walk. So for example, if you're doing shrugs, you're trying to hit your traps. You're going to use wraps. You're not going to use your, have your grip strength being the limiting factor with a farmer's walk. You're training your grip strength. So whatever you're doing after the farmer's walk, it's going to be compromised if you're focusing on grip strength. So I wouldn't do I would probably do, if I did farmer's walks, I would do them probably at the end of like a back day or something like that. Probably at the end of a back day or do it on a shoulder day or something, but probably a back day where you would normally work your traps. But at the same time, your traps and your, you know, everything can handle more than what your grip strength will be able to handle. So that's a grip, that's a grip focused movement. Yes, other things, other parts of your body are working for that, but it's really... I would say more of like a back trap, but it's more of a grip exercise. So you don't want to do that a day before you're doing arms. You don't want to do that a day before you're doing back, even though you might use wraps for a lot of back movements, but you don't want your, you know, your traps and everything to be fucked up before you're doing a lot of rows or pulls. So personally, I would probably do it at at the end of a back day. If you're going to do it, if you're going to do it. Yeah, the butterfly garden's great. We got so many, we got so many nice plants, and we did a lot of, we got a lot of these kind of climbing plants that we're gonna, you know, guide up trellises and stuff like that. Flowers, feeding plants. So yeah, it came out really nice. Swell so knows, Mama Sue so and I, we love butterflies, and we get tons of butterflies here. So probably another, m- probably two months when the spring kind of comes around, it's gonna be like, fucking nuts. There'll be just tons of them around laying eggs and stuff like that. So we got a lot of host plants to lay eggs and super cool. Anyway, it was a lot of work the last couple of days, but super valuable, super worth it. Very peaceful, very restorative. I love it. I love getting into the dirt and digging. It's just, it just feels great. It feels great to do something and have. That's why people like to build things. Now, when you train, it's satisfying, but you don't get results right away. You get a pump. But you don't get results until you're months and months or you see the, the fruits of your labor, so to speak. But when you're building something, if you're doing construction or something with arts and crafts or you're doing gardening, it's great. You put all this effort in. I'm digging and digging and piling dirt and raking and hacking up stuff. But then you step back after and you see this beautiful garden. It's like, ah, oh, it's nice to see the, the transformation right away. All right. Pager says some folks go into the gym and start doing random exercise or become cardio bunnies. A proper training program is crucial to seeing progress. How did you convey that to your clients or the pros? I still don't know what you mean. Like before I started Swole Normus or like in order to get them as clients. I, again, I'm, I'm not sure exactly. I know a lot of people do shit wrong in the gym. Had I conveyed that to your clients? What do you mean? Like, do you mean like the clients that I had or, cause I wasn't really, I, I, I didn't, I haven't done that in a long, I didn't do that for years. Like walking up to people and offering them personal training and stuff like that. Oh, you mean how did I get them into like personal training when I knew they were doing stuff wrong? Okay. Um, I mean, honestly, I never really went up to people people would come up to me or I would be referred. So maybe at the beginning, like in like 2006 or seven or something, I would walk up and talk to people and I would just be around. And this is the difference. When you're a personal trainer and you look in good shape, right? You have muscle and you practice what you preach. If you're a fat personal trainer, no one's going to come up and ask you questions. So I would have people coming up and ask me questions when I'm working out. So what I would do is, I would just walk around and pick up weights, right? When I worked, this is when I worked at Bally's. Remember Bally's? Like they haven't been in business for a long time. I think they still have a couple places in West Coast or something like that, but it's all LA fitness. So this is like, what? This is almost 20 years ago. So I'd walk around and pick up weights and stuff and just be on the floor and just be nice to people. I wouldn't be like, hey, or if someone was doing something, I'm like, hey. Like, or I would say, damn, looking big. You might, hey, I, yeah, I could show you something. You want to know what I do for triceps to really hit that inner head? Like you're looking big, man. I would just like make, give someone a compliment and then maybe show them, you know, maybe a different way to do or something that I like to do. I wouldn't pitch personal training. I would just help people and answer questions or just be friendly, make eye contact. And they would see me picking up weights and stuff. So the most important thing was for members. If you work at a place like a, like a box gym, the most important thing is I see a lot of times people would, they be a personal trainer. They would go and sit in the back. They would never be on the floor. So the key to selling training is really just to be, look the part, but also just to be friendly, smile, make eye contact, just talk to people, be approachable and just be out there. And then when you're on your break, you train in the gym and have people see you. So people see you training and they see you in uniform, for example, and like, oh, this person trains hard. They know what they're doing. Oh, that person's a trainer. Oh, I saw them working out earlier. Oh, they trained here. I didn't know that. And if you're saying hi to people, a lot of people won't come up to you. They'll be embarrassed. But if you come up and be like, hey, how you doing? They're like, they're like, oh, I'm doing great. They're like, hey, I have a question for you. You have to break the ice. Just be friendly to people and let them see you practicing what you preach. <clears throat> right? So if that's... So in other words, I wasn't going up to... I mean, how do I convey people? It I, I really... It really depends. A proper training program is How'd you convey that to your clients by using words, by telling people, I don't really remember it being like that because here's the thing. Most people don't buy training because of that, right? Most people don't buy training. They buy training. Maybe they think the trainer's hot or maybe they think, okay, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here. Most people want training. They don't know what to do. They want to be told what to do. They don't want to think. I just want someone to tell me what to do. I'm tired of doing this because you don't see results right away. So you don't know, even if you're doing something right, you don't know if you're doing it right for weeks and weeks and months and months. That's why if you enjoy the process and you're obsessed with the process of it, you get results because you're not thinking about the results. Most people are going to the gym to get the result. I'm going to the gym because I love to train. I love to challenge myself. I love to get that one extra rep today. And guess what? If you're trying to get that one extra rep or that one extra pound today. And then the next day you go, you're trying to get that one extra rep or one extra pound today and that's tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And every time you go, you're going to have a great workout and get one extra rep. And guess what's going to happen over the course of five years? You're going to have all those extra reps and all those extra pounds and you're going to be fucking jacked. So people that are going to the gym, it's like they're trying to look for jewelry or they're looking for a shirt. They're going to get abs. They're going to build bigger shoulders. I'm going to fucking go from 130 to 135. I want to do 7 reps instead of 6. So, and guess what that's going to get me? That's going to get me fucking gains. So, most people just want to be told what to do. Or they get personal training because if they they're going to skip on their own, if they're paying for it, well then they're going to go. That's why I got tired of personal training. Cuz like I'm not there to be someone's crutch. I'm not there to pick up weights and count for them. It's more than that, but most people are not going to spend the money or show up as frequently or do the things outside of the gym. That's going to make what I do inside the gym effective. Most people aren't. I think it's the, I think the best thing you can do is if you're a trainer or you're sports specific is you're training athletes, people that are fucking serious about getting better and they're going to show up because they want to get better at performance. If you're into that, I don't really care that much about sports training. But when you're a professional and you're trying to get that, like you're going to show up like people that do coaching for like figure or physique or Olympia or bodybuilding competitions and you're someone's trainer or coach, like they're, they, they're driven. So you're going to be coached. They're going to do everything you fucking say. And if you know people that compete right in IFBB or anything like that, you know that their coach or like it's, Oh, a coach said, I you know, I have two tablespoons of water instead of three or like, you know, 18 grams of carbs instead of 15. Like they do, they will fucking do every last thing down to the T. So those are good clients and you pay good money for that, but they're going to do what you fucking say. That's why they get results, right? Because they actually do it to a T. They're going to sleep. They're going to train hard. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. They're going to move this to this time instead of that time. They're going to do everything. That's what they're paying you for. But most people that pay you for training, it's because like, oh, if I don't pay someone, I'm not going to go. And when I talk to people about why you guys, episode 2795, I like to explain why, right? I like to explain why I like to explain why we're doing something, right? Why do we, what do we do inside X? Everything inside X is like explanation. I explain why it's done like this. I don't just tell you, Hey, do five sets of this and three reps. Here's the program. I explain why, right? I have all the videos and the intro explaining why we're doing this. So you understand there's a purpose. It's not just like, Oh, I'm doing that. Let me do it like this instead. There's a purpose. Why we do things. I don't, I never tell you guys to do something without explaining the reason why. All right. 3,000 episodes later, I'm still explaining, So I like to, I like people to understand why you're doing what you're doing. Cause if you understand why you're doing it, you're more likely to stick to it. Cause you understand there's a reason behind it. It's not just an arbitrary, eat one cup of rice and six ounces of chicken and this like, and that, and this like, and like do what I say. No, I explain why you're eating these foods and why it's important. Cause then you're less likely to cheat and do stupid shit. You understand the fundamental principles of why you're doing what you're doing. And most people, like I would talk to clients and of course, like that's the thing, you're working for a paycheck and every time you train someone, you're getting paid. So you have to suck a lot of dicks, not literally some people suck dicks, but you have to put up with so much shit. You're just a fucking psychologist and it's annoying after a while. So I got bored listening to people's fucking problems and complaints and excuses and knowing that I'm there putting them through a solid fucking workout and telling them to do things that they're not going to do outside. So it's like, I'm just, I'm not a babysitter, man, I'm not going to do it anymore so then I started ranting on a podcast and eight years later, I have a business model around ranting at people and yelling at that pussy voice inside their own fucking heads because we all have it and uh, it's very satisfying and I'm not even close to getting started. So there's that. That's essentially, that's essentially what this is. Yeah, because if you have a client, you just yell at them and berate them and eh, they're probably not going to sign up for more sessions with you. However, if that's the brand, well, (laughs) stop being a bitch. Go the fucking gym. But anyway, no. On a serious note, that's that. that, It just felt like that. That was more often than not. So, if you have three sessions a week, we do this math all the time. But the math is humbling. The math is really humbling. So we look at the seven pillars. Come on, how much of what your results are happen outside the gym? So, what's the average? I'm going to say average. What do some people do for personal training? There are some people that have sessions. Oh, we have one session a week. You're not going to get fucking results training once a week. That's insane. Okay. So let's say three times a week. There's 168 hours in a week, three divided by 168. So that means if someone trains three times a week and personal training's not cheap. So let's say if it's a hundred bucks an hour, that's 1200 bucks a month for 1.7% of the week, 1.7%. All right. So that gives us two very important pieces of information. 1.7% is three hours a week of personal training. So let's say that person's only training. They're only in the gym three times a week for an hour. When you see them, when they see you, that's the only time they're in the gym. 1.7%, it tells us two things. Can you get results three times a week lifting? Absolutely. It tells you 1.7% makes a massive fucking difference. So when people tell you, well, it's 80% nutrition and 20% exercise, think about those percentages. So what I'm telling you is 1.7% of the entire, of your life, not just the week, that's life. Every single week, 1.7%. You can get amazing physical results from building muscle, from the stress you can provide during 1.7% of your life. So you're going to tell me that you can, you know, eat healthy 80% of the fucking time. If 1.7% of your time in the gym can get you that kind of change, what does 20% of fucking off, how does how does that affect you? That's why these percentages are absolutely insane. Ooh, 20% of cheating. Get the fuck out of here. You're an idiot. You haven't thought this through. So the percentages make a big difference, big difference. So what 1.7% tells you is that 1.7% can get you a ton of fucking results. What it also tells you is that 98.3% of the time that person is doing other things. You don't see that person for 98.3% of the time. So yes, 1.7% of the time, they could be having a sick workout. They could be lifting hard, pushing to failure, whatever it is. And then they leave. And that other 98.3%, if they don't do everything properly, well, it's not working out. I'm not really getting the results I wanted, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because you're not doing what you should be fucking doing. It just goes to show how important that 1.7% is and also how insignificant. So if you train five days a week, come on, a lot of you train five days a week. That's a lot, right? Five days a week, that's 2.9. Let's just say three, It's 2.9%, 2.97. So 3% of the week, five hours a week, How many of you change? How many of you train five days a week? You take two days off from intense training. 3%. So 97% of your time is outside the gym. We're saying if it's an hour, 97%. So again, 3%, 3% is absolutely powerful. It's powerful because you can get all your lifting, all your stimulus, all your muscle growth from the stimulus created in 3% of your life, 3%. But then people are still going to say, well, I eat healthy, Eh, I eat healthy 80% of the time, 90%, 10% I eat like shit. 10% is over three times all the time that you, that you train. So if you can get that kind of amazing muscle growth from 3%, what do you think 10% of eating shit does? Right? So if you think about the numbers and people just act like, well, it's I eat eight, as long as you eat healthy 80% of the time. Sure, Pablo, sure. All right, let's move on. Good rant, good question. Let's keep going. Rafifi, you follow Rafifi, he knows the way. I know it's Rafiki. Rafiki Oistiti. As a teenager, what do you suggest I do to make gains? My parents aren't for the idea of hitting the gym. Got a couple options. One, get new parents. Two, uh, go anyway. Get a job. You're a teenager. You can get a job. Get a job, make money, go to the gym, lift weights, do push-ups and pull-ups. Your parents aren't for the idea of hitting the gym. Jesus fucking Christ. They don't want you to be healthy. <clears throat> do whatever you can do whatever they aren't for the idea. It doesn't mean that they're not, they're resisting. Maybe they're not going to pay for it and drive. But if you show initiative, you're going to be your own man. You can, you can make it work. Leo, hello. Well, Papa Suolio do you have to prioritize training triceps over biceps in order to get bigger arms? No, everyone's different. Uh, everyone has a different, everyone's going to have different muscle response. Depends on what your split is. If you want any body part to grow outsized to another one, let's say you have a lagging body part, then you should prioritize it. But here's the biggest kicker. Prioritizing doesn't mean you train it more often. I know this is going to be the biggest mind fuck for a lot of people, but prioritizing a body part doesn't mean you train it three times a week or four times a week. More isn't necessarily better. In fact, maybe training it less often is better. And you're going to have to try different things. I know it's completely counterintuitive. It sounds counterintuitive to train it less. But if you're not giving a muscle enough recovery, you're not going to get the growth. It's not going to be developing and overcompensating and improving the size of the myofibrils. You're not going to be getting hypertrophy if it's completely fatigued. So if you are training a muscle and you're breaking it down, and let's say it's at 100%, you train it, it goes down to 60%. I'm just using numbers so you guys can get the idea but then you wait like one, two, three, four days, and it's back up to like 85%. It's not back up to 100, and then you, but you feel good. You don't feel sore, like you feel okay, but you're really not 100% recovered. And then you train it again. Boom. You're never getting to that point where it's going to fully recover and then improve a little bit in order to handle that progressive overload. So you're always training it at 80%, 85%, 90%. It's never fully recovering. You're training it more frequently. So in your monkey brain, it says, ooh, more is better. More food means more satisfaction right? If there's more sun, it's warmer. If I have more mangoes, I get to eat more mangoes, right? If I have more things, if I have more women, Ooh, more women, you just think more is better. More, 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 When it comes to lifting, you want to create the stimulus, but then you want full recovery and you want that super compensation. You want full, complete recovery because one, if you're not fully recovering, you're not going to get the growth. You're not going to get that growth mechanism. If you're not recovering enough, so there could be periods where you train and you create a stimulus and a shock where you train more frequently, but you should cycle through and try different things. So I took a few days off from heavy, intense training and I actually feel really good. So I'm shifting my protocol. I'm, I keep on trying different things. I'm going back to training on more of a longer cycle. Like More recovery is always better. It's always better because you're going to be getting to that point where let's say you're recovering 100%, but then you build a little bit because your body is getting that stress all the time and that, um, that stimulus and that mechanical tension. So let's say you allow it, let's say instead of giving your body three or four days rest, Because some of you might take a lot longer to recover. So let's say instead of getting back up to 80% and you don't train it again, it gets back up to 100, but now it gets to 103 or let's say 105, just for even, you know, for numbers like that. So now you get 105. So now not only do you recover, your body kind of super compensated to handle the stress that you've been overloading over time. Now, the next time you train it, you're not training it at 100. You're training it at the new 100, which is 105. So guess what now you can do? Now you're doing eight reps instead of six. Now you're doing nine reps instead of eight. Now you did 11 reps. So now you know the next time you're going to up the weight and then bring it back down to six reps and then try to get seven. So if you're recovering 105 and then you're recovering 105 the next week, and then you're recovering 105 the following week, you're not at 100. You are at 100, but you're at 115 relative to the first recovery. Does that make sense? Where you were at the beginning. So if you're not giving yourself enough recovery, you're not going. You're not trying to get back to 100, you're trying to get back to 100 plus. So you have to give more recovery. Because remember, people feel like if they don't feel something in the moment, if they're not bigger in the moment, they feel like they don't get results. People don't have patience. They don't have long-term vision. They don't have that kind of, they don't have that low time preference of like thinking long-term, right? They want that instant gratification. That's why everyone wants- whatever it is now, the magic pill is Zempic with Govi. They just want. Hey, how do I lose 60 pounds in 80 days? Okay. So, and you guys know this, and I used to be like this too. I did. If you didn't feel currently sore right after a workout, right? The next couple of days, you feel sore. You feel tight. You're inflamed. You feel swollen. You feel bigger because like, oh, you feel the muscles that you work. So it's like a current Reminder that you work these muscles, you kind of have like some blood and like swollen and puffy, right? Like your bruise that hurts, so you kind of feel bigger. It's like psychological, but it's also physical. But then if you take a couple days off, right, you feel flat, you feel skinny. I feel that too. You're like, oh, you don't feel that pump currently. You don't feel all that like blood and shit that got like gunked up in the muscles as a result of lifting and all the byproducts, right? That lactate, everything that gets you know, built up in the muscles from from training hard right? So you feel flat. I didn't train today. So I don't feel currently sore and pumped and like swollen. Oh, I'm getting smaller. That's not even close to how it works, right? You want to be lifting more of a time. You want to be recovering plenty. So it's this whole different mindset of, let's say you rest for seven days or eight days from training that specific body part, but then you come back and you train super fucking hard. Guess what? You're going to have that sick pump. You're going to have more strength. You're going to feel fucking great. Just got to be a little bit more patient, okay? So getting back to this, this question, do you have to prioritize training triceps over biceps in order to get bigger arms? If you need to bring up your triceps, yes. You have to train, you have to prioritize your triceps, but prioritizing a body part doesn't mean training it three times a week. That's not how it works. In fact, it might be increasing the intensity and it might be training it less often when it's more recovered. Because in fact, you might have, your triceps might take longer to recover. Maybe you're training your triceps every three or four days or every other day, and they're not recovered enough. So you might have to train them once a week. Oh my God, they're gonna get smaller. No, you're going to maybe be able to increase the volume when you train them, train them harder, and then you're gonna actually build more muscle over time. So you have to find that balance of how many sets, how much volume, and how frequently And you're going to have to play around. You're going to have to play around. So yes, you do have to prioritize them, but you have to prioritize your structure based on how they're going to respond. So you have to try different things. So prioritizing does not mean training more often. It just might mean training them first in the workout. All right. If you're doing chest, shoulders, and then triceps, and you're expecting your triceps to grow, that's not how it works. You should train triceps before you do back. Or train triceps on a separate day. You know, give it a day in between so you're fully recovered and rested and Then you hit triceps, right? And then you're not training. You have to be careful of overdoing pushing movements so you're not fatiguing your triceps and limiting their recovery. So prioritizing means different things. Prioritizing should always mean full recovery and full intensity. But remember, you can only prioritize one or two body parts. Maybe one. So remember, everything else, if you want to prioritize your triceps, you can't be doing legs three times a week and you you can't be prioritizing other body parts. Everything has to be around making sure that you're fully recovered for that body part, whatever you have to, to work on. And once you bring it up to something that you're satisfied with, then maybe you shift to something else and that can maintain. But if you want to bring something up, you have to focus on that, but it doesn't mean training it more. But there's that weird... A misconception that, oh, prioritizing means training it more. No, it doesn't. It just means making sure that everything else revolves around whatever makes that work the best, which actually might mean training it once a week instead of three. You hear some people say, well, I trained it every day. You know, I did you know all these sets every day for a long time and then it grew. That's stupid. I mean, progressive overload can work in so many different ways, but that's a stupid thing to say. That's not really how it works. Okay, ducky. And last question, workout routine for question marks. So we're ditching that. Good questions. Good rant. <laughs> workout routine. Go to SwoleDarmorSex.com. Join the fam. You get all our workout programs. Okay, SwoleDarmorSex.com. Join the fam today. We're giving away today's swole card. Thanks for being here tomorrow. Accountability meeting 12 noon Eastern time. Let's give this beach a way. God hates trans fats. Facts on facts. God hates trans fats. God hates God hates trans fats. All right. What we got here? Scroll, hmm scroll, missing, missing, missing. Uh we got a winner. Kid, who is this? Is that a noobs? Kib or key? Kib Benson. Congratulations. All right. Congratulations. Key Benson. Key Benson? Key Benson 2 Hashtag God hates trans fats. And you wrote it out too. Extra powerful. Send us an email to supportsonormous.com. Swole card 2795 in the subject. Your mailing address in the body of the email. Congratulations on winning today's swole card. Congratulations. Congratulations Yeah, yeah Congratulations Congratulations Heavy. Oh, look at that taint. Oh, look at that taint on the churchy. Eh? 60% of the time it works every time. That doesn't make sense. That gorilla has seen the city of Zinj. That's right. Donnie, you're out of your That's hour. right. On. It's the last man cast of 2023. I'm just so used to it. Another year. Another year of man casting, fam. Let's fucking go. <laughs> the more you hate me, the more you will right learn. Right, the last one. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Shut up, bitch! Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I don't like a putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' Frost game. <clears throat> well, I, I could be wrong but I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era. Coast to coast. All right, you know what? I see that. I see you. Uh, Michelle, not Michelle, Melissa says, hold on, let me crank up this hog. I'm going to use my right arm this time. Yeah, tendonitis. working pretty good. i might have to get some wrist wraps or throw in an elbow sleeve when I do that. Maybe I'll throw it on the elbow sleeve before we... I got an elbow sleeve somewhere. Um, M- Melissa says we need to do a throwback. Should we do a throwback to close out the year? We might have to do a throw. Might have to do two. Might have to do a couple throwbies. Who wants a throwback? All right, I have to ask. You guys are sluts for it. All right, here we go. Throwback time. Holy shit! Here we go. Throwback. 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 Really gets on my nerves. Oh, Jesus! Fuck. Shit. What the fuck is that? Replying to a TikTok question that says that doesn't stop overweight being really unhealthy. It doesn't matter their medical history. It comes with health problems. In fact, um, there's text next to this. It says no hate, but y'all are extremely uneducated. Please go spend time educating yourselves, listening to credible sources and listening to the experiences of those who have been oppressed for their weight. Yeah, the intelligence is not strong with this one. Let's play it through. But There's tons of new studies coming out proving that being overweight and being underweight are equally as bad for you. Yeah, not being healthy isn't healthy for you. You'll have to excuse my friend. He's a little slow. But unlike underweight people, overweight people have been constantly oppressed because a lot of people are overweight due to certain genetics, recovering from an eating disorder, pre-existing disabilities, or health conditions, etc. Trashing their fucking bodies leads to all of that. i got to blame those genetics, though. My rotten fucking putrid genes. <laughs> Matt Damon. God, I love these edits. All right, uh, another throwback fan. Another one. Another. We need the Thor soundboard. Another. Another. Let's see which one's this. That's not a bad word. Um. Okay, this is. Yeah, this looks horrible. I don't know what this is. It looks horrible. You and I both know that you are capable of enjoying the rain and frolicking freely without filming it and then posting it to TikTok. Whatever, whatever, i do what I want. Why are you angry about someone being in the rain and enjoying the rain? You've just co-signed at least 3 million 8.5 by 11 front and back people who just go out of their way to disrespect and dismiss the boundaries that black creators have set. All right. I'm sorry. So I still have no fucking idea what the issue is. Why? What the fuck are you talking about? Why Why is it so important to what are you all about? of you? What are you talking about? To treat us like we don't matter. So I guess other black people have done this? Oh my God. Black people are the first people to enjoy rain? Holy shit. Yeah, black people don't really like the rain because it fucks up their weave. So... Go, why don't you go look? Okay, I I encourage all of you. I encourage all of you. I mean, living in Florida and being in Miami and all these different areas, go watch some black women in the rain. Go watch a torrential. I'm just saying, I don't care what you do. Go watch, go, go sit outside like a Sally's or a Dollar Tree or no, a Publix, you know, one of those shopping plazas and go see some black women when it rains. You got paper bags over their heads, running around. People fucking lose their mind when it rains. Especially black women. Just saying. So I don't know where this frolicking is. I don't know where this frolicking is. The only water black people go into is a pool. Because they don't like the ocean too much. I mean, there's sharks and shit out there, but... Yep, you go to the beach, they're not in the water. Again, not a racist comment, just a fact. Go to Hallover Beach in South Florida on um, was a Memorial Day weekend, they call it urban weekend because everyone comes down from like Atlanta and whatever. Beach is flooded, all the barbecues by like all the area like around the beach, not on the actual sand. Maybe a little bit, not in the water. Not really. On the land. And they don't go out in the rain. Just saying, and this is a fact, you will not find a black woman out in the rain. So I don't know what she's talking about. Why would that be something that she's offended? You taking this rain away from black creators? <laughs> you show me. You show me a black woman. You show me a black woman Let's go out in the rain. You show me that. You show me that. You show Papa. You show Papa a black woman that loves going out in the rain. Okay. Um yeah, how is uh how is Rumble? I decided tweaking a couple things. I, I tried to tweak a couple of things to maybe improve that. So, people are saying Rumble is doing good, so um try to maybe adjust a few things. So, glad to see that they got their shit in order. So good stuff. Everyone else, everyone else is good. I guess if Jason's good, then most people. I haven't heard anyone else. I haven't seen anyone else in the comments. So Good news. A lot better. Good. 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 Fantastic. Sweet. Smooth? How's the quality? How's the quality? How's the the picture? Is it sharp? Is it chap? Is it chap? So we're moving into we're moving into 2024, sharp as fuck. All right, so it looks like. no i don't think i think it might have been something i i, I adjusted some others i adjusted some other settings i don't know why it would be on my side because we have perfect internet and stuff so much better smooth like butter good we're good we're good sweet all right awesome good schnooze, beaches. good schnooze, Slow as fuck <laughs> smooth like butter god damn thanks mark thank you thank you fantastic fantastic all right, Bishas, thanks for being here. We'll see you tomorrow for the accountability Meeting, 12 noon Eastern time. Thanks for being here. Peace, McGee, deuce Magoos, your boy, Papa suolio oh, 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 out. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. 808s had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock's crashing, like an IPO. Trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom bapping. Who you think you is, boy? Nineties want they sound back, so I give rap. All these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need exams. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they keep laughing, they so mad, it's like. I found that young king with my crown at ten racks in the fanny pack.